Welcome to None Dare Call It Ordinary 7th Bonus Episode. This episode covers the appendices of None Dare Call It Heresy by Bob Kirkland, and that's not Robert, that is Bob. So if you have not had your fill of John Calvin bashing, you are in for a real treat. And if you had had your fill and you're something of a John Calvin fan, then by your own admission, you are totally depraved. So who cares what you think? But first, a few announcements. We are back on SoundCloud. We don't know if anyone really cares since we aren't mumble rappers, but just in case SoundCloud is your preferred podcast vehicle of choice, you are welcome. Also, while we have opted out of all social media, no more Twitters or Instagrams or anything like that, there is a new fan-run Facebook page for the podcast called Followers of the Ordinarium. It's run by Shay O'Sullivan, who also designed our incredible Nessie t-shirts. Now, you might not know for whatever reason, but we do, in fact, have t-shirts. And if you head on over to merch.nundarecallitordinary.com, you can buy them now. You can even get stickers or notepads or pillows or whatever else you can dream of with this beautiful Nessie design. So head on over to merch.nundarecallitordinary.com to get those and head on over to the new fan-run Facebook page, Followers of the Ordinarium. And even though we're not on social media anymore, we are still being social over on our Patreon page, which you can reach at patreon.com slash ordinary. While you're there, you can suggest episodes, read blog posts about our latest episodes, and even see Forrest right now posting disgusting photos to go along with our new series about his ongoing and bizarre medical issues. Now, if you're into that kind of thing, or, you know, just want to be normal and interact with us and other Nundere Call It Ordinary fans, just head on over to patreon.com slash Nundere Call It Ordinary. You do not have to be a patron to post and comment and read most of the stuff that we'll post there. But for an additional $5 a month, you will also be able to access our weekly bonus episodes like this one you will hear a sample of. Now that all those announcements are done, we sadly must begin this bonus episode with a small none dare call it wrong segment. This correction was sent to us via email by Greg. Quote, I love the podcast but I grew up in Austining, New York, and I cringed every time you pronounced it. It's pronounced Austining. It was named after a local Native American tribe, the Sinsinks of the Algonquins. And just for the record, we pronounced it, or I should say I, Dylan, pronounced it Osining. So I apologize for that. It's Austining, New York. The email continues. We got the name after a bunch of town elders decided that maybe we should change it from the original name Sing Sing which, while being a performatively joyous name, and also named after the same Native American tribe, because of brand confusion. See, we're just north up the Hudson River from New York City, and the state needed a place to hold New York City convicts that was really easily accessible and yet far enough away, so they scouted for prison locations and ended up building one up in the Mount Pleasant region of Westchester, and designated the area the new town of Sing Sing. They built a maximum security prison that was famous for having a giant quarry, which flooded the local area with stone buildings. Eventually, the town grew and thrived, but the prison was so well known that in order to cut confusion over where stuff was made, because yay, prison labor, 
And due to prison notoriety, Sing Sing Prison is the literal origination of the phrase going up the river, the town renamed itself to Ossining. Also, totally not a coincidence, around this period, Sing Sing Prison introduced this wonderful new device called the electric chair. And as a result, there's some potter's field down near the river that has the remains of Albert Fish. Come visit us sometime. We're just north of the Tappan Zee Bridge, past the hamlet of Sleepy Hollow, which is where Washington Irving said his famous story, so you can count that as a twofer. Greg, we thank you for the correction and the wonderful history of your hometown. If you're like Greg and have noticed us getting things wrong, be sure to shoot us an email at nondarecallitordinary at gmail.com and let us know just how wrong we have been. Finally, we are ready to present you The Appendices of None Dare Call It Heresy by Bob Kirkland, D.D. Okay, so that's the end of the book. Uh, Just kidding, there's 30 more pages. So, (laughs) all right, so the first appendix, appendix one. Should Christians expose error? That is a really weird question. <laughs> it is. Okay, so the first appendix Should is Christians written by... Should Christians expose error? Yeah, like, okay, maybe, I don't know. Maybe, yes. Should, should we expose all the all the errors if we're a young earth creationist about, you know, there's a bunch of old fossils in the in the ground? Maybe we, should, we shouldn't expose <laughs> those errors nah. of God's creation. Like <laughs> That's how you know, that's how you know you're the elect when you believe that the fossils are actually decoys. Yep. <laughs> so you don't want to expose error in that case, because that's how we figure out who the elector is. Oh, makes sense. OK, so the first appendix is written by Harry A. Ironside. What a name. Yeah. Old Ironside was a Canadian. <laughs> so American- he didn't. So Bob didn't even write his own appendixes. No. Well, not the he wrote. I think he wrote the next two. I think he did. It doesn't even have his. <laughs> uh, OK, he doesn't have his name attached to him, but it's it's obvious it's him. At least this one. It wasn't a I just writer. love how this is an appendix. Right. When he just has somebody else writing shit for his book. I like how you call him old Ironside. <laughs> That's what I call. Him. Yeah, your buds. Yeah. Well, anyway, he was a Canadian-American pastor who pastored Moody Church in Chicago, Illinois from 1929 to 1948. This is a modern appendix. Okay, so Ironside reminds us that in 2 Peter, God refers to damnable heresies and that many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. He says, quote, Within our own day, many false prophets have risen, and oh, how many are the deceived. End quote. Oh, oh, you know, this I have to say, guys, this is a bit confusing since Ironside died in 1951. So this appendix has to be, I think, like 60 or 70 years old at this Wait, point. <laughs> um, so let's keep that in mind when we think about false prophets, quote, in our day as we continue. So it's not not quite in our day, but that's fine. Yeah. If you're going to get some examples, you got to think like, you know, the 40s. True. There's that young Hitler fellow and he doesn't seem to be thinking correctly. I got to admit <laughs> He quotes Acts 20, 29 through 31, which warns of, quote, wolves among the Christian flock. Ironside says, quote, under shepherds in these perilous times will do well to note the apostles warning. Hey, under shepherds are still better than over shepherds. I will always say this. And what people the hell argue is with an me. under shepherd? I don't know. Idea. Do they only shepherd the bottom half of the sheep? <laughs> they only care about the lower half of the sheep. Or are they undercover shepherds? Oh, I think that's what it is. Words hmm. of wolves among he under shepherds in these perilous times do well to know what the apostles were. I guess they are pretending as if they are not in the flock and they are looking out for the wolves, even though they're in the flock. I think I figured it out. Okay, oh, I got gotcha. you. 
So continue with the quote, take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock over the which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers, Acts 20, 28. So I actually have a great idea for reality show, guys. Uh, the Holy Ghost Hunters. So let's oh, just yeah. get those people going. We're, we are the Holy Ghost Hunters. We are posing as under shepherds. We're going into this haunted <laughs> house to go see if there's any demons that are actually, that are wolves among the flock. New on the history see, channel. I, I would like that. I would kind of like that better because the ghost hunters are always like yelling at the ghosts and making fun of them. So I like the idea of doing it when they're demons. Because then, you know, you should talk to a demon that way because they're not very nice. You That's have true. to scream at them in order to exercise them so all right so ironside explains that christians need to expose false teachings but that quote this does not imply harsh treatment of those entrapped by error quite the opposite every system of teaching can be judged by what it sets forth as to these fundamental truths of the faith what think ye of christ is still the true test of every creed so ironside then goes full frank peretti oh no. we we're done with them no Quote, let us who have been redeemed at the cost of his precious blood be good soldiers of Christ, of Jesus Christ. As the battle against the forces of evil waxes ever more hot, we have need for God-given valor. Oh, You need more than valor. You need a full spiritual armor and a lot of prayer cover. This is something we cover. I don't know. so much prayer cover. You're yeah. going to have to cast the tie-breaking vote <laughs> to keep the righteous pastor in the church at his position and you're gonna need there's gonna be a demon he's gonna try to stab you but then you're gonna have the prayer cover so when he stabs you it just sticks and then he falls and looks like a fool that's what you need oh i thought you needed <laughs> trained rats and scabies and a bunch of melee attacks but i i forgot it's not dungeons and dragons this is something else yeah no saving roles in the fight against demons all right quote error is like leaven of which we read a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. That is a great uh, verse there. That's Galatians 5, 9. <laughs> a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. I want that on my grave, my tombstone. I want that on my car as a bumper sticker. Quote, truth mixed with error is equivalent to all error. Wait, what? Except that it is more innocent looking and therefore more dangerous. God hates such a mixture. Any error or any truth and error mixture calls for definite exposure and repudiation. Why would he even use the word or if <laughs> if truth mixed with error is equivalent to all error? Why even make the distinction? So Ironside continues, quote, exposing error is most unpopular work, but from every true standpoint, it is worthwhile work. But to our savior, it means that he receives from us his blood bought ones, you know, the predestined ones. <laughs> The loyalty that he is due. So that's um, I got stuff. I got to agree with exposing error is most unpopular work and Christian <laughs> fundamentalists sure don't help. No, I like so the, anyway. his blood bought ones. That sounds like somebody who like donates plasma to like buy their children gifts for Christmas. Like that's a, these are my blood bought gifts because we live in a fucking hellscape where anyone has to do that. God, no kidding. Thankfully, God is not responsible for that, though. The God is not responsible for people having to donate plasma just to buy gifts for their That's children. Right. On Christmas. <laughs> it's not his pleasure. To That's what really matters. That. Not that that happens, right. but that God is not responsible. Thank God. listening to this bonus episode sample if you would like to hear the rest of the episode along with all our weekly bonus episodes become a five dollar a month patron over at patreon.com slash none dare call it ordinary 
That is also where you'll find any blog posts, pictures, and news updates to go along with our regular series. You can also send us an email at nonedarecallitordinary at gmail.com. Lastly, we ask for you to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever your podcasts are served.